Now it's on. 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 Rapids Rant is on the air. On the Bright Productions Network. Rapids Rant is a couple fellas with over 25 years in the entertainment industry. Just hoping for more silverware to celebrate. Don Pablo and Kimberto aren't experts, but they will take you through the ups and downs of the Colorado Rapids with their brand of wisdom and sometimes humor. Rapids Rant is brought to you by Underhill Audio. For expert voiceover and audio production services, head to underhillaudio.com. Now, from somewhere in the mountain time zone, it's Rapids Rant. Welcome to another Rapids Rant edition. This is actually the Cliff Mickelson Memorial Rapids Rant Season Recap 2023 at In-N-Out, a place where me and Coberto celebrate, uh, and I wish, and it is a memorial edition because our, our, first, our first engineer when we worked together in Denver was a guy named Cliff Mickelson, and he loved In-N-Out so much. Yes. Uh, when we went to California, when I made my first pilgrim- pilgrimage to Cabrillo's <laughs> homeland of Los Angeles, southern Los Angeles, uh, we went to In-N-Out, and our, our buddy Cliff, the engineer, he he made it the biggest deal, and uh, uh, we love Cliff, and he worked with us for a decade, and uh, he was a guy, he knows the release date of the shirts from In-N-Out, and he always had a new one, like the day or the day after they came out, and... Uh, Sadly, and I'm sorry to bring it down this show down to a to a sad place. Although we are talking about the 2023 Colorado Rapids, mm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Cliff, uh, Cliff passed away a couple years ago. Yeah, and right before In and Out came to Colorado, so we actually never True. got to enjoy one with, uh, with Cliff. But he would always go to the broadcasting conference in Las uh, Engineers Conference in Las An- Las Vegas, and the first thing he report is. His in and out experience. Uh, we do. We did talk a lot of trash to Five Guys uh, uh, lovers, lovers, yeah, and it's well deserved. It's well deserved yes. because um, the more times I go to in and out, the more times I think that other burger places cannot compare. Uh, it's true, which is it's true. And by the way, I would even concede that it's better in California than it is in Colorado, but. It's still not touching other places, and don't give me any of this uh, Smash Burger or or what's the one? What's the one? Fat Burger? Nah, Fat uh, Burger. Water Burger. Water Burger. It's okay. It's not. It's not on the level. Uh, I was thinking, what's the small chain? The small one doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't I'll matter think about anymore. it later. Because you know what? In and out. It's in and out or nothing. That's all it is to me. And this is why we hold business meetings, much like. Richer businessmen hold their business meetings at uh, uh, women's night cl- gentlemen's clubs. Uh, we hold our business meetings at In-N-Out. Yes, and is, and what a better place, especially after having a, a season like the Rapids did, <laughs> to you know to comfort our pains and sorrows than that. Our most favorite place, uh, most favorite restaurant. Yes. Uh, you know, In-N-Out. So we will be discussing today. Well, we have been discussing and didn't sadly hardly or nothing nothing changed throughout the season. Yeah. Um, but 
Uh, Colorado Rapids season is over, and I, for one, am glad it is because it was very it was very painful for the past the second half of the season. It's like it's like I don't. It's like putting down an animal. You know, at some <laughs> point, at some point, you don't like you, it. Just needs to. You don't want it to be in pain anymore, right? Like you, it's just just go it's to for sleep. the best for everybody, and we'll just have the good memories, and you know we'll try to, and in a couple of years we'll be like, well, wasn't that the year that Cole Bassett came back and he was really our best player? That was the first year of Connor Ronan, and uh, and and we'll get to more of the positive things, right? You know, look on the bright side. But uh, by the way, I'm Don Pablo. Oh yeah, let's get back to uh, hey guys. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, we we got off track there. We started a little uh, because we had to remember the title yes. of the show today and uh, memorialize Cliff Mickelson, uh, the greatest engineer, radio engineer that uh, I've ever met. So same here. There's that. Um, also today we're gonna go over the Rapids record notes from the season. Stats on the season, uh, our season MVPs, and yes. uh, we're going to look ahead and look at the bright side of uh, of coming up next year because now the marathon of twenty twenty three is over, and and it's a it's a new hope. It's Star Wars for a new hope, and <laughs> we're we're going to be looking towards the future. And I there actually are a lot of positives that are going to happen, uh, and and it's weird because. When I say other sports, like for the NFL, for the Broncos, mm-hmm. well, we're rooting. We're rooting for April, right? We're rooting for the next draft, yeah. Because we're not the expectations for this year are very low for the Broncos, just like the Rapids ended up to be uh, right after July Fourth, which was I think our greatest win on the season. July eighth, in fact, eighth, yes. Drew uh, Moore night, and uh, so yes. the draft for uh, MLS is mid December, so. In the, in the in MLS terms, we'll be rooting for mid-December. Uh, I think we're going to get a generation Adidas player, or maybe even two, uh, depending on, on how the draft picks fall. But uh, we'll get to that later. Um, is there a youth movement? And we'll talk about player contracts and who, who is already in for 2024. So, Kiberto, uh, by the way, first, I just want to get rid of some news. Uh, there is some news last night. The playoffs started. The yes. Wednesday night wild card situations last night. One in the Eastern Conference, one in the Western Conference. Uh, Red Bull hosted the game last night, and they won five to two. Uh, they will be going to Cincinnati and playing the Supporter Shield winners. Uh, that will happen on Sunday. And in the Western Conference, Kansas City hosted in Kansas. By the way, Kansas City plays in Kansas. All the rest of the Kansas teams, Kansas City team, play in Missouri. So you know. We're not, it's not. It's a border war more than a in-state rivalry. Right. So Kansas City won on penalties. It was a lovely zero-zero draw. Oh boy! <laughs> and then uh, they didn't even play extra time. They go straight to penalties. I think that's the first time that's happened in the playoffs. Uh, MLS. They just made wow. that rule. So uh, it was interesting. That and by the way, San, San Jose missed their first two. Yeah, that's Real. actually a, a really good thing as far as like. Um, bypassing the extra time and playoff uh, yeah. season because, I mean, we prevent injuries, we prevent and we are able to see more yeah. of the prime players in these different teams. I wouldn't know because my season is over <laughs> after the Rapids season are over, but um, you know, it's uh, it's I think it's a good thing, um, honestly. I like it because it's, it's a compressed schedule too because they're going to turn around and now it's like a three-game set. Right. 
So uh, it's interesting. Everybody gets three games. I don't know what happens if the if it's over after two, if they play the third game. Uh, but it might be guaranteed a uh, third match for somebody, even mm. though it won't count. I, I don't know how that's going to work. I should have researched that. Although <laughs> I was researching a lot of other things last it, night. It's been More a busy than, season. And by us. the way, it doesn't even matter for the Rapids this year. So really? Doesn't <laughs> matter for you. <laughs> <laughs> for our listeners, they'll be like, who cares? Um, all right, we'll just go over the rest of the playoff matchups. As I said, in the East, uh, Cincinnati Red Bull, that'll be interesting. Orlando-Nashville, the matchup of the ex-Rapids coaches, right? Yes. By the way, did you see? Yes. Did you see the – we're not talking about it? We're not going to yes. talk about that? Okay, uh, good. We, I mean, we can mention it, but I guess as far as, like, it doesn't have to go yeah. that So far. there was there was a fan rivalry – that developed in Orlando and Nashville. And I would like you, because we are a family show, to research yourself. <laughs> but it got like it got low blows, right? Like it's already. They haven't even played yet. It's got some there was some low blows, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> Very low blows. And it got so personal that apparently there's a parking lot fight scheduled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well that's interesting because <laughs> like, like, like but, at school, you know, you'd wait. Oh, like, oh man, it's happening! Like, you know, and at lunchtime they yeah. say we're meeting in the park after work, like after classes. So you got like three hours, yeah, of hype. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and by the way, this already overhypes over the game, right? Like, it's it's exactly. already. Man, what happened, Nashville? What, like, you can't you can't have you can't be excited for the for the uh, for the match. You got to be excited for this. Is it going to be a big circle? Like, how big are the circle things going to be? That's that's what I'm saying. Anyway, it doesn't right. have to go that far. Just, yeah. you know, um, there are levels of uh, support that we can all express. Um, there are some extreme, like the, remember the San Jose Earthquake Ultras? Or <laughs> or what was that, that group called from uh, Fake Salt Lake? The, the guys that would wear they were black. All black. They yeah. were all black. They wanted to be all like West Ham hooligans. They try to fight this guy. Who who would try to fight Kev Berton? Who right. would try to fight him? You know what's Nobody. good for you. That's right. That's not where I was going. With, <laughs> I know. Yes. I'm like, just kidding. This guy, first of all, <laughs> no, wait. He's, if you're not peaceful, like he's peaceful, right? Like, I don't, it doesn't make sense. All right. So, so okay. like, so like yeah. and by the way, if, if there's a, there's a threshold to actually make Kevberto like oh, angry and somehow Salt Lake, the 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 black, all black <laughs> like wearers of the goth Salt Lake fans, like did it. Uh, and I'm and and uh, and I'm sorry for you people because like why would you ever do it? Why would you ever do it anyway? Any, you're any, welcome. So so yeah. just research it a little bit. Although as Kiberto said, maybe we took it a little too far. Maybe we got a little too personal. Yeah. You know, Great, let's just racing. celebrate. Like, yeah. yeah, let's just celebrate what's happening. Yeah, research research yourself. <laughs> is it worth the, the lawsuit? Is it worth the having to register as whatever? Is it worth... <laughs> just ask yourself, is it worth losing a job, maybe? Is it worth traumatizing your children? Yeah. Just, you know, take and, a chill pill. And Florida and, and Tennessee are states away from each other. So if you have to be on probation, <laughs> like that's a far trip. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's good a, point. You don't want to do that. Like you don't want to be in court in another state because that's going to be, you know, just resources. And and by the way, 
resources better used to maybe go on a trip to some other place to watch an MLS game. You know what? I, I appreciate this talk, Don. <laughs> and I hope you do too, our loyal listeners. Because, uh, you know, we've grown up. That's your and back, and you can yeah. tell. And I hope you can tell too. And uh, this is a public service announcement. That's just the grays at the temples over here. Yeah, right here. Man. <laughs> I, I went to high school reunion and, and they were like, Don, we like the streaks of gray in your hair. And I'm like, I mean, it's coming. It's coming for you. I'm like, Father Time is undefeated, right? Like, Mother Nature is undefeated. It's coming. It's coming for go. all of us. Uh, let's just enjoy the ride. Um, yes. All right. That being <laughs> said, <laughs> yes, let's get back to the playoff <laughs> matchups real quick. Columbus is going to host Atlanta. Hey, we'll see. And then New England, after losing, started coach Bruce Arena, who put his name back in the hat for next year <laughs> to be the coach again. We'll see. Uh, they will be playing in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, uh, I think, two-time champion of the of the East, right? Yeah. Like so they're they'll be playing again. So that's some heavyweight matchup right there. In the West, uh, as I said, the border war between St. Louis and Kansas City. They're going to St. Louis. St. Louis will be hosting their first ever playoff matchup against uh, you know border war rivals, uh, Casey Wiz. And by the way, they call themselves the Wizards, not just. Not just me. They chant it. They call themselves the Wiz. They have songs. Anyway. Interesting. They like their name. So, all right. Uh, Dallas goes to Seattle. (laughs) Seattle number two in the West. Uh, Vancouver. LAFC. The champs came out number three in the Western Conference this year. I just want to point out. I saw the news this morning that there's one of the French um, commentators. He got let go, the one that covers Vancouver. Oh, no. Because he was being too honest on his opinions. I just want to say I'm sorry to that guy. I hope it's not the guy you met. But, yeah, I, you know, like, just freedom of speech. Yeah, dude. Let people uh, talk. By the way, that's opposite of journal- journalism, like your tenets, one of your basic uh, pillars of journalism. Like, it, you don't have to be – you don't have to – there's freedom of speech – um, and like Kiberto and I always say, uh, you you always want to be constructive in your words, not just cut people down to cut people down. Right? Exactly. There's a there's a reason to the criticism. There's a good there's an uplifting part of the criticism. And I'll say real quick, it happened in Baltimore this year that the owner suspended the the announcer um, fellow who had yes. been there for ten years. And and uh, everybody piled on that owner the that weekend, and the and the announcer was reinstated. Not only that, uh, the Baltimore owner was shamed, shamed good. because good. of that. So, you know, good. That's what that's what I say. I don't know how MLS or Apple's going to do it, but uh, I thought they would put the playoff games last night on national TV, but they just put them on Apple TV. So anyway, uh, like I said, LAFC, the champs will start defending. Uh, at home against Vancouver Whitecaps, and Salt Lake goes to Houston. Salt Lake finished fifth in the West, wow. so they get to go to Houston. And uh, let's go Houston. Let's go Dynamo, right, Kibeta? Yeah. <laughs> so that happens. Um, the games start on Saturday, but the last first game is next Wednesday, which is weird to me. But huh. I don't, they have it like all scheduled out weird, but it's whatever. So there's there's your playoff matchups. For uh, MLS to can, start, of the can season. I give my uh, prediction on who's going to win the whole thing? 
Yeah, we could do that real quick if you uh, want to. I'm going to say uh, uh, MLS 2010 uh, champion uh, Gary Smith will win another nice one this season. Yes. I like your I like your prediction, Kiberto. There is precedence because he is really good in tournament formats. Yes. So, uh, and he always goes far in Nashville. Nashville, obviously, uh, winning uh, no second place in the U.S. Open Cup, right? And yeah, uh, yeah Miami won. No, the, the uh, league's Houston. Cup. Sorry, Houston won Open Cup. Miami, Miami won uh, second place in League's Cup. Sorry, yes. Miami won League's Cup. They were yes. second place. Although I wish we could have seen another Nashville Miami game, and it would have happened in the first round if um, Miami would have qualified. But Messi, of course, got hurt. Um, I did. Uh, I just want to button it up real quick before I give my prediction. There was a story about the pink jerseys of Messi. Huh. First of all. The highest-selling jersey, one-day jersey sale uh, in U.S. in North American history. Yeah. Uh, and and David Beckham said he can't even get one, which I call shenanigans because if an owner can't go to the kit room and, and get, get one. Exactly. Like, there's, there's some, right? Because they have to have some for the, for the games, they, right? Exactly. exactly. I think he can make one. I think he was just fibbing a little bit, but. Uh, some people call that priming the pump, uh, <laughs> making, to, making, making it known that it's a very rare yeah. item, so it makes people want it more. It's a, it's a whole uh, reverse psychology yeah. kind of thing. Like and yeah, dude, uh, uh, makes a better story, right? And by the way, they're going to sell more because David Beckham King, whatever. Uh, I uh, real quick, I know we're getting sidetracked. Real quick, uh, I was at Denver Health, Denver General, the hospital. I saw my first pink messy jersey. And I was just happy because, you know, I'm, I like the MLS, so I want to mm. talk to MLS guy. And I was like, oh, are you from Denver? No. Are you from Miami? No. Are you from uh, Argentina? No. I'm like, well, why'd you buy that? He's like, it's messy. And I'm like, okay. So you're not a fan of anything you're only except a for fan Messi. Of a I, I hope that guy bought Apple TV to watch him, uh, not just a pink jersey because, you know, it's cool to have the pink We jersey. need the Rapids televised. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they should at least do the home matches. And – and by the way, it's going to be different next year, anyway, because the Rockies television channel is going away. So they and, and they don't know where they're going to be on TV next year. And this is just for local Rapids fans. So there's going to be another TV kind of mix-up, and we'll see where the Rockies uh, end up. But my MLS Cup champions, and I, I want to see drum roll for the final on the 9th of December. <laughs> I would like to see uh, Cincinnati play St. Louis, but yeah. I think actually LA is going to come back and uh, they're going to host. Actually, it'll be Cincinnati hosting because they're supporter shield winning. Right. So MLS Cup in Cincinnati, and oh. I think LA takes it right before oh. Carlos Vela becomes a free agent again. Uh, oh. they, they said he's the number one free agent on the on the off season. Uh, I don't think he's coming to Colorado, but. But uh, we need some help here. So. Do you remember there was uh, rumors before he came to MLS about him coming to the Rapids that yeah. there was some contact? Um, maybe it's a time. <laughs> and we still have the same front office. I don't know about other um, scouts or whoever kind of let those rumors um, go in the future things. Yeah. So there's that. That's so interesting. Maybe. Also, uh, uh, another big free agent, and I know I'm getting real after. Uh, Kellen Acosta is a free agent. Oh, really? So, and he's played all of his career in MLS. Um, they've always argued or, or threatened to move to Europe, right? But it's never happened. And also, man, he was a he was a 
midfielder when we won the West a couple years ago. So there's that. I don't. For what it's worth. I don't think he's coming back to the Rapids based on the past performances and matchups. Yeah. Um, and the way he left, but also. The, um, do you remember everybody had the Rapids winning the cup in in 2021? Yeah. Um, and then out of nowhere, we got New York City FC winning. Um, that is why I see Nashville more of a dark horse uh, over L.A. or Cincinnati or St. Louis. St. Louis doesn't have the experience yet. Like, the city doesn't know the, like – the the environment or the atmosphere that that's needed to be champions. All right, I hear you, I Kiberto. Know. I like that. All right, so I, I'm I'm saying LA is going back to back, and Kiberto is going with Nashville, yes. which is a, I would say is a good pick, safe pick. Thank you. Well, um, there you go. Yours so, is too, by the way. Thank you, buddy. Last <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> year's champ. We'll see what happens. They yeah. have, they bring a lot of people back, so you know, and and they whooped us pretty good twice. I think that was one of the 4-0 games in Los Angeles. Uh, yes. Um, but let's speaking of the <clears throat> Rapids record, uh, we're just going to go over the season. And did we filibuster so we didn't have to get to this part a little bit? But we just got, look, It's sometimes you, you're going to that doctor appointment. You know he's going to be a little upset. You know you're getting the talking to. You go to the dentist. You know you're getting the talking to. Why didn't you floss? What happened? In the, like, you got a cavity. Like, you know you're getting the talking to, all right? You just gotta, you just gotta push through. You just gotta yeah. get through it. Just take it. And, just yeah. take it like a man. And by the way, you come yeah. out. It's a, uh, <clears throat> it's a. Uh, by the way, nobody's gonna get this reference except for old man Stephen Bateshore. But in Shawshank Redemption, you call, you call, you crawl through a river of poop. You come out clean on the other side, right? Okay. Yeah. Let's just focus on that. <laughs> Let's just focus on that. Morgan Freeman, Tim Robbins. Yeah. Best movie of the '90s, in my opinion. Um. Okay. So the Rapids finish on the season 14th in the West, oh. five wins, 17 losses, 12 draws. Uh, it was seven nil-nil draws on that. So, and uh, six of them were at home compared to... <laughs> so we did, man, six out of 17 matches. So what is that? Man. That's a third. A third of the matches at home, there were no goals scored uh, by the Rapids. Um. Excuse me. They scored 26 goals on the season, which was good enough for last in the league, tied with Toronto, which we're going to hear a lot about tied with Toronto. Uh, 58 against, um, which they were, uh, it was, we were 24th. So, you know, if we got a, a goal in those six, a record would have been so much better. We just needed a goal in those six games that we didn't, uh, you know, or even half of them, even half of them. Nine points would have made us. Not playoff eligible, but we we would have gotten relegated again <laughs> this season. But by, by a lot, by the way, because we fin- I think we finished nine points down uh, in the West. So uh, our wins. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> first win. Six weeks into the season at Kansas City, April eighth. Oh yeah. Uh, there was that. Uh, we didn't win a game for a month. May sixth at the Galaxy. Right. Who with Cabral? Yeah, and we have good news against his old team, Kevin Cabral, highest paid player on the Rapids. Um, <laughs> at LA Galaxy, we won that game. We didn't win for two more months. July 8th, the Drew Moore game versus right. Dallas. 
And we got the, you, that was the best great speech. This great speech yes. by Drew Moore, by the way. Heck of a guy. By the way, he remembered Kiberto. On Drew Moore night, he was like, oh, Kiberto. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. It was, I mean, I mean, Kiberto feel good. And Drew Moore's the man. So, yes. you know, and he's sticking around. He's gonna, he's being one of the faces of the Rapids uh, franchise. And oh, yeah. and uh, wh- who better to represent the Rapids than Drew Moore, right? Exactly. All right. So, we had to wait <laughs> uh, two months. Sorry. Yeah, two months until our next win from July 8th to September 16th versus the New York Revolution. I remember and, that. And, yeah. man, that was a, we lost Robin Fraser uh, during that time. And That was the week. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was interesting because Bruce Arena left the Gal- uh, the Revolution the same week. Yes. And, and it was, like I said back then on Rapid Rant, it, it was interesting how the top two teams in 2020 uh, both left. Yeah. 2021, excuse me. 2021 both lost their coaches um, two years later. And yeah, so that happened. And then two weeks later, Austin, Austin came to town. We beat him one nil. Um, it was sad. Although I will say this, and uh, early, early kudos to them, Austin. If we, if we want to give them a compliment, in the press box, I've been going there since '07 when it opened. The only time we could not hear the announcer and really ourselves think was when Austin came to town this year yeah. and their supporters. You know, they went crazy, uh, even in the loss. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I went. Outside, I was talk. I like to talk to the other supporters club, asking about the stadium, asking about you know the fans and, and the atmosphere and other places and how they do. Right. And uh, they were really depressed. Oh. And I, I, I felt bad for They're them. They're friendly too, though. Yeah. They, I like them. You can talk to. That's the other thing. You can talk to them. Yeah. Although I don't wear Rapids gear, but I, just, you know, obviously they don't know me, and I start asking questions about visiting things. So I, I'm a Rapids fan. Anyway, so that that was our wins. That was our wins, Kiberto. And that was a really short list. Yeah. Five. Oh, man. Okay, so we, we got some more notes from the rapid season. 0-4 against Salt Lake. 0-4 uh-huh. against Salt Lake. And we scored two in the opening match, which was uh, Wednesday night. The, right? Yeah. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night, we scored two. We lost 3-2. to two, yes. The first Rocky Mountain Cup match. Then uh, they won the next Wednesday. It was 1-0. Yep. And we didn't win. We didn't score another goal on them from that point. So that was May 24th. Uh, and we have not scored a goal on them since. So <sighs> that that is that, that happened. That Salt Lake. Although, although Salt Lake, um, if we want to be, if we want to bring another stat, Denver Nuggets won. Utah Jazz zero. Okay, so there you go. We have to. We have to throw that in there. That's part of what we do. One Larry O'Brien trophy, uh, and one championship ring to. You guys got Carl Malone and John Stockton in the Hall of Fame. All right, whatever, whatever. We got Alex English, uh, Carmelo. Even though this is not uh, the podcast for this, he's going to Hall of Fame too. So anyway, there'll be one zero Denver Nuggets. There you go. You get to enjoy your. Uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Cup trophy another year, so that's it. And 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 that's the game I'll be circling those matches next year. Um, we don't get another team for two years, right? I think we don't get uh, an- San Diego right. is in two years, two years. so yes. there will be another three matches against Salt Lake next year. Uh, when when the East You're went to right. fifteen, yeah. So when the East went to fifteen teams, they they uh, 
you only get to play the other teams two times a year, like we did a couple of years ago. Right. So, but at least next year, Salt Lake Reed in three. So there's that. All right. Um, that's gonna be interesting for sure. Let's just go over the records by month real quick. Oh man. February one, oh and one. Excuse me. Excuse me. Zero one and zero. We lost in February. March zero wins, two losses, two draws. April. Zero wins, one loss, four draws. So we had six points at the end of April after 10, 10 matches. So right. we had six points yeah. from 10 matches. Uh, like I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, tri- I tripped up. We won one. In, uh, I'm flipping. I'm flipping. We won, we won one in April. I'm sorry. Against uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yeah. Uh, my fault. Uh, May, we were, uh, well, that puts in jeopardy all the rest of my... I didn't do the math right. Also, uh, I did okay. do this at like midnight to one o'clock in it, the morning. It was it was a hard season. <laughs> it was very difficult I mean, to put our numbers together. Yeah. Uh, okay. May uh, definitely one five and zero. Oh, so one one win, five losses, zero trials in May. Anyway, whatever that means. June zero wins, one loss, two draws. July one win, one loss, two draws. August zero wins, two losses, zero draws. We went over August. Uh, I think that was when we didn't score a goal for yes. about a month and a half, right? And that that was, and then that led to Fraser's uh, downfall because the two matches and the couple matches we played in September before the Revolution, our, our second to last victory, uh, in September we went two wins, three losses, one draw. In October, uh, zero wins, two losses, and a draw. And that was your your record by month, yes, uh, this year for the Rapids. So that was. That was difficult. Man. That was that was painful. Yeah, uh, and that is why we're at In and Out today. <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate. Yes, sometimes it's uh, sometimes you eat your feelings, and and that would be today because we're talking about depressing rapid season, uh, and I probably do that too much, but that's a different podcast also. Uh, <laughs> um, like I said, twenty fourth in MLS goals against. Uh, yeah, right, and then twenty ninth in goals for tied. For last, went Toronto FC, uh, but at least we got Ralph Prizo, who I think is going to be a more regular uh, next year. Golden Boot winner Cole Bassett, yes, with six. Diego Rubio with three and four tied at two, including Lawless. Lawless was a uh, tied for leading scorer going into August, I think, or after August, like yes. September first. Lawless Zubikar was. I mean, could yeah. you imagine if uh, Diego Rubio was would have been healthy? Oh, I mean, man. he I mean he would have definitely broken his record last so season. But I I have this. There was, and uh, let's just go to uh, let's go to assist really quick. Yes, Connor Ronan, uh, who the Rapids voted themselves voted him as MVP of the season, uh, eleven assists. Diego Rubio with four, so he's on both. He's second on the team. And That's why. So out of thirty-four matches, he played sixteen, so less than half the season. Um, would it? What could have been? And, as we'll and, say, and he he didn't even start all of those. Games. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, he didn't yeah. start all. I think he started fourteen or thirteen. So even so, he played even less minutes than sixteen. Yes. whole matches. Uh, Calvin Harris with three uh, assists and a bunch of people with two and one uh, appearances this year. Connor Ronan played every game, thirty-four matches. Wow. Uh, Andreas Maxo, 33. Yeah. Danny Wilson, 29. Mm. Uh, Kevin Cabal did not start um, this many, but he played 27. Uh, that was the top four. 
Uh, there's a bunch of people tied 26. And Cole Bassett, 25. He was hurt for a month. Yes, he was. He got 25 matches in. Uh, like I said, Diego Rubio only played 16. That was that was our season, right? Like that was that was our season right there, basically. Um, Barrios played um, in 13, right? Um, and obviously he's gone. Um, and then 21st, and the hope <laughs> for the Rapids, uh, in my opinion, Moise Bombito, eight starts, 11 appearances overall. He also played in the U.S. Open Cup and the Leagues Cup right. matches. So uh, we're we're gonna get to that in a minute, but I think I think that's our our number one kind of let's look out for him and hope he stays on the team for uh, next year. Yeah. So there's he, that. He might be one of the guys who's they're going to be searching for. I mean, with the call-ups to the national Canadian national team. Yeah. Yeah. And that's happening again um, in a couple of weeks. He'll be there. So, all right. It's time now for our season MVP. And, Kiberto, would you like to take the honors? Yes. I, I would like to say and I would like to proclaim from – my in my opinion that Cole Bassett was a season MVP. Um, but he did start out uh, uh, loose or yeah. flaky, but he took the team on his shoulders and he he not only did he express it like verbally, but he also showed it also especially more towards the end of the season after he came back from injury again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, he was definitely MVP of the season. Uh, I like Cole Bassett. Obviously, uh, he did do well. He scored a bunch of goals until uh, he's sorry. He was the Golden Boot, so he was our only like productive player. Yes, for months at a time this season. Obviously, in the middle of the season, he missed with his hamstring that bugs him. And but once you get that, it can easily uh, re-injure itself, especially right. in soccer where you run miles uh, at a right. time, uh, and, and they and, and they do fast twitch and they have to do sprints in the right. middle of the match. Right. So yeah. Um, but I, but I would agree, Caberto, and uh, um, I, I was going to say Cole Bassett. And by the way, we don't tell each other who no. our MVPs are before. Um, but I have to say Cole Bassett because he was our—he he was a leading scorer when he got hurt. <laughs> he was still that when he came back. That's right. But eventually, when Diego Rubio and him were playing together at the right. end of the season, that was when you know we our best month was September. Uh, and yeah. obviously, when October didn't work out too well, but. <laughs> but, he, but he scored a bunch right. of goals in a, in a bunch in a row of games right so and that didn't come out right but i think he was obviously it's easy just to give our offensive mvp um and but cole bassett like he and he's a homegrown player and we root for him harder maybe because of that and yeah, he's gonna stick too. with the team so we'll at talk, least for one more season <laughs> for we'll sure. ta- yeah we'll talk about uh our contracts here in a minute um Real quick, defensive MVP. I think you know mine already. I already said it because of what is going to happen next year. And it's going to be weird. We'll talk about Lawless in a minute. Mm. But uh, Moise Bambito, I saw him I saw him catch up to people two, three steps behind. Right. And in a world where, you know, everybody's as fast as each other, uh, he, he's just faster. <laughs> Kevin, he's well, just faster. I'm glad that he came to the team and, and – yeah. uh, I see your reasons of why Bombito is MVP. Um, for me, uh, it, it was very difficult because even though we were somewhat solid on defense, but like uh, there would be games where these players would be 
um, solid, uh, or the one player would be really good and the rest wouldn't be good, or it would be yeah. the other way around. There wasn't consistency. Um, but I'm going to go with um, uh, Andreas Maxo because of his consistency. Um, he scored a goal, and I understand, like I said, he wasn't the uh, consistent as far as like being top of his game. But, I mean, there was a reason why he was starting most of the games, mm -hmm. and I think that that would be good coming into the next season. Um, He was captain a couple times this year, right. so he gets the armband. Right. Um, obviously, we don't know about William Yarborough with uh, Illich's contract extension and Yarborough being 31 years old, 34 years old. Right. So uh, we'll see. Like, and we, Maybe he wants to go back to Mexico for a couple years. Mm -hmm. when he, but he had a great run. Uh, with the Rapids, and we'll see if yeah. he comes back. So, um, well, Moise Bambito, Maxu, um, and if they're both back next year, which I believe they will be, um, I think our defense is looking up. As far as um, the defensive laps, it was like one. Th it was like one thing every time. Right. And and we could have avoided it by scoring more goals in those matches, but it, it was like one lapse, and they, and it sucks because our defense had to be perfect because we couldn't score goals. Exactly. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it, it just, it was, it's a bad situation. So, if we score goals, obviously, um, offense can help defense mask mistakes. Defense can help offense mask mistakes. And it takes everything. Right. Um, everybody working together. And 29th in goals for, that doesn't, that doesn't help anybody. But uh, at least we didn't. Uh, have the worst record in the league, like Toronto. So there's that. <laughs> there's that. That's the bright side. At least yes. we weren't Toronto. <laughs> uh, thank you for your segue, Kiberto. Amazing segue, because we are now going to look on the bright side. Uh, uh, a segment we could have played out this year because it could have been every week looking on the bright side, but but we would be scratching the bottom of the barrel, right? <laughs> yeah, real quick. And and towards the end of the season, it became the same story. Uh, let's look on the bright side. Let's look on the bright side. And I was like, well, I got to look in cultural. I got to look at like Denver local news <laughs> down, you know, you know, you scroll on Google for like all the, all the local stories. I had to go like so far down. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's, so, uh, I think my, one of my resolutions for next year is let's try not to do look on the bright sides every week. Right. I hope so. <laughs> I agree. And I hope that the rapids are on board with us on this and, we, I'm gonna look on the bright side as saying uh, this was a huge lesson, not only for the whole team, for the front office, but uh, for us as supporters. I think the bright side is that, at least for me, it helped me put things on balance uh, in life uh, to learn from the negatives uh, even more and try to see, you know, as hard as it seems. Uh, what is exactly what can I learn from this? How can, how will this um support my maturity, or how yes. will this build me? Um, I will, I will say this. Um, when you have a partner, a wife, <laughs> uh, whoever your significant other, um, depending on what job they have, those attributes from learning this kind of job, uh, it just by osmosis you seeps in your brain. Yes. Like it gets you, um. In there, and, and and your friends, by the way. So him being uh, a pastor uh, and a very learned man, uh, <laughs> he's hosted radio shows. So he's 
He interacts with the public every day, every single day. And and so my point is, I've learned from him, but my wife, she is a social worker, so she's a therapist. She's a person that does uh, a lot of administration paperwork, so she knows the services. She deals with people every day, uh, just like Kiberto, just like me. And, and, and so you have to have a lot of skills to be a social worker. And now she's a boss of other social workers, so it's even... It's even more responsibility, but my point is uh, the therapy thing. And and like I was telling somebody this week, uh, she she does therapy. So we would go to parties, and Kiberto knows this. Uh, <laughs> she would uh, uh, like when she started talking to somebody, uh, uh, you know, for half an hour. I'd be like, oh, we have to save Rachel because it's turned into Rachel therapy time uh, because the people like gravitate towards her, right? Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so, smart. Some yeah. people would say, in my in my opinion, uh, you know, it's part of your calling, right? So, so as most as it goes to me, uh, but what I've learned real quick is, uh, you know, when when you get depressed, when you get down, you gotta you have number one, you have to look at the bright side. Number two, if you have a tough situation, put yourself in the other person's shoes. Obviously, we would like to be in Cincinnati or St. Louis's shoes, but that ain't happening this year. So. Let's look at the bright side. Let's remind ourselves: huh, it's just really soccer. How much are we? How much are we going to get our lives invested in this? I found myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let me just say my rock bottom really quick. Uh, Denver Broncos Super Bowl Forty Eight. I watched the game by myself in my in my bedroom, and uh, and I was thinking after the game, I can't. Like it, this, there's no enjoyment here. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't I can't do this to myself. Like I'm yeah. sitting in the dark alone. Like, not crying, but, you know, it's not a happy day when your team gets blown out in the Super Bowl. And it, it actually reminded me when I was a kid because the Broncos got blown out in the Super Bowl. Anyway. I'm sorry <laughs> so, to hear that. That's I, my, I, that's I, my where, sports rock bottom. Where was I? Where was I? I'm Can sorry. Throw, I mean, we didn't watch that that game together, but we did watch Super Bowl 50. That's right, we did. Which was one of the happiest days of my life. And I'll say this. I'm kind of glad the Broncos didn't win a Super Bowl in my 20s because – Sorry, that was my that was my thing. I'm I'm kind of glad the Broncos didn't win a Super Bowl in my 20s because who knows what would have happened to me. Uh, I was settled down with my wife at that point. Uh, if it was me and my single friends, we don't know. We don't know what would have happened. That's all I'm saying. That so, would have been a lot of probation, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, <I'm just> <laughs> at least at least a year for for uh, criminal mischief, breaking, <laughs> climbing on things, breaking things. We don't know what would happen. Um. Anyway, so so. What I'm saying is, to help the therapy, to help reset your mind, you gotta you gotta get out of that depression and remind yourself of the good times. And that's right. I think we're gonna have a good time because if this is the rock bottom season for the Rapids, uh, then we only have up upward things. Yeah, you can only go to. up. There's only uh, the only way is up now. Um, obviously, and we'll talk about real quick the supporters. Uh, signs and their anger and Josh Kroenke, uh, you know, replying to them on the same day, which is, I mean, when your owner comes out the same day with, uh, well, here's that was going to be better. Um, that's a positive thing. And and they still brought the signs, although in the Salt Lake game, you couldn't see them because it was a full house. Uh, and, and like I said, uh, that's a positive, right? Even though we lost that match, I think our attendance figures were really good. And, and, and next year, by the way, they're fixing the scoreboard. I don't know if they're getting a, a giant uh, 
uh, new video board? I, I hope so. It. Uh, I, I see what you're saying, and this is where you you and I maybe um, don't agree, and that's a good thing that we don't agree on everything. Yeah, I think and I hope that uh, the message was loud and clear uh, <laughs> for the front office for cron- the Cronkies to. Um, you know, to let them know that they're staying behind. They're not keeping up with the Joneses, you know. Yeah. They're not, um, you know, they're staying behind with the Waltons here in Denver. They're yeah. not, you know, uh, they're looking bad uh, with all the teams that they own. So maybe, you know, let let the, you know, let go of a, a, a few millions into the team, which wouldn't even make a dent in your, in your wallet. That's true. So... Um, I think that there is, I know we, like we've said before, and it sounds like a broken record that we only, we play with what we got, but I think that we can be given a little more and, and, and it's not a, a, it's like we've said before also, it's not a a slam on the uh, character of, of of the humans in the front office, but it's more on the decision-making on the execution of the, the job again. It's it's a it's a whole it's a big it's a different animal to to try to dominate. But and I will say this: we're getting low on time, so we got we got to hurt. I had a boss who would talk to the owner of the Rockies, who will never respond like this. Never ever, never ever. Right. Um, so at least the Avalanche have won a title recently. The Nuggets have won a title recently. Um, but but where are the Rockies? And and real quick. Arizona is back in the World Series. They've rebuilt three times since the Rockies have rebuilt once in 07. So, right. you know, you know, and by the way, the Texas Rangers, too, they're back in the World Series. They rebuilt twice. They were in the World Series um, last in, Recently, yeah. in 11 and, and 12. So, you know, since the last time the Rockies were, were really challenging, and they've rebuilt. Um, I want the Rockies to rebuild. I don't know if it's happening. Uh, we don't know if it's ever happening. Although, one quick thing, and I know I say that every time. The only team that has kept purple since the 1990s in their uniforms is the Colorado Rockies. Since purple was a was a was a popular color, uh, you know, we'll say the Diamondbacks is one of those. Uh, the Devil Rays is one of those. Every other team took purple out. We and by the way, better mascot. Both of them have better mascots than us. So there's that. So our owners, they're they're stuck in their they're set in their ways over there at, at Blake Street. Um, and, and another point I was going to make is you may have keeping up with the Joneses is, um, if that, if the Jones are your family members, then isn't it more of like a sibling, like a rivalry? Like yeah. you want to be tougher on them, right? Like you're definitely going to want to do it. I hope that they decide on competing yes. with their own family, with their, their own, uh, circle of millionaires. Um, billionaires. Exact billionaires. billionaires. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> but you know, I know they don't. I, I, I'm not going to judge them on you know, or or assume that they don't care for the fans yeah. or whatever. It seems like it, but I just want to see a better product on the field, a better product overall for uh, uh, as the Colorado Rapids. All right. Yes, Kiberto, I 100% agree with you. And real quick, we're just going to go through the uh, positions and see who's under contract and talk about it for next year. Keepers, obviously, Marco Illich signed a two-year extension. He's with us till 2025, so I think he's definitely coming back 
<laughs> uh, Abe Rodriguez, who played in the last game, and he he played really well. I, the goal, I don't think, was on him uh, to give up for Salt Lake. He, I believe, he's under homegrown contract, so mm. the Rapids can just offer him an extension, and he pretty much has to sign it. So uh, I think Abrod is coming back. The only question mark is Yarbrough. Um, he has a club option for next year. We don't know if he can negotiate out of it or if they're going to do it, but right. um, the Illich played the last two months of the season. Obviously, Yarbrough was hurt. Right. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, as far as forwards go, uh, like I said, Kevin Cabral through, with us through 2026. Why? Uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I just to. remember when LA Galaxy to. fans... <laughs> When LA Galaxy fans are like, oh, keep him, take him, keep yeah. him. And I'm like, oh, man, that's not a good Oh, argument. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, Ke- Kevin, you, you're the highest paid player on the team. You, are, you have a three-year contract. We, please, please do better next year. Please, <laughs> please. please. Uh, Jonathan Lewis, uh, as far as I know, is coming back for next year. He's 26. Uh, Brian Govan, I was surprised, 23. I feel like he's been here for a very, very long time. Yeah. But we have him under contract for next year. Okay. So Galvan is coming back. By the way, we the Rapids in red cards. He did body slam. Oh, dang it. I forgot the team now. <laughs> maybe remember. it was Dallas. Maybe it was somebody else. But he definitely body slammed somebody to get one of those red cards right at the end of the match. Right, right, uh, right. So that happened. But I like his passion. Yes. I like his fire. Uh, okay. Uh, Rafael Navarro. I can't say his name like people say because I don't have a Spanish accent. He's an option to buy. Right. So, his, But his contract will be, if we do that next year, uh, obviously, so we'll see. Hmm. Uh, I thought he did uh, pretty well uh, as the central forward um, right. turning. Did better than um, the fallen flick from 2009. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2011. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 2011. Darren Yappy, he's only 18. He's a homegrown. He has a contract for 2025. So I think he's definitely coming back, and he'll be still searching for his first goal uh, as oh. a senior Colorado Rapid. Um, and I'm rooting for him because he's a homegrown. Uh, Calvin Harris, 23. Uh, I believe he's out of contract, um, but the Rapids can offer him something. And he was playing the last couple months of the season. Right. So I don't, depending on who's the coach, uh, probably going to see him come back. Uh, Diego Rubio waited exactly 30 seconds after mm-hmm. the end of the season to say goodbye. <laughs> right. So we can probably say goodbye to our leading scorer for the last – Right. Well, for last year, anyway. He set the record for goals in the season, right? Right. So, man, I, I, I hate to see him go, but uh, we'll see what happens to him. Um, all right, let's go to defenders real quick. Andres Maxo, we got him for two more years. He's 29. He's maybe be the elder statesman on the team if Beta Shore doesn't come back. Lawless Bubakar is with us for next year. Hmm. He's 28. Uh, Moise Bombito, who plays the same position, he's 23. Um, mm, wow. he's our superstar national team player, but he doesn't play for the U.S. He plays for Canada. So, uh, but I definitely believe he's coming back. Although I couldn't find any contract on him, mm. and I just assume it was two years because Generation Adidas pays for his contract technically, and I think they're three-year contracts. So, Bombito, he's not even on our books. He's one of the best players on the team. Uh, so that's a positive for that. That's a good thing, right? You don't even have to pay his salary, and he's the best player on our team. One of the best players on our team. Anyway. Uh, Keegan Rosenberry, we got him for another year. He's 29. Uh, Alex Gershbach, we got him for two more years. He's 26. Let's loan him out. <laughs> Gutman, Andrew Gutman. Okay, I, like uh, I think he's out of contract. The Rapids might have an option on I'm him. Sure, I hope so. So he's 27, and he was one, he was a, one of our better wingbacks uh, this year. Uh, Bubakar Keisha, 
Keisha, I believe, how you say it. He Kata. got a Kata. He got a season-ending injury this right. year. Uh, but he's That's two seasons in a row, yeah. and yet we haven't really seen him on the field. So I hope next year he comes back, and then we'll have a first name Abubakar and a last name Abubakar. Uh, that'll be interesting. Homegrown Jackson Travis. We haven't even really seen him on senior team either. I know. You don't even know who he is. I don't know who what? he was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a defender. He's only 19. Uh, we'll see if he gives us anything. But if we want to look at the positives from Robert Fraser, our defense has young, play- young good players. Yeah. And older established players. So, um, if anything, fixed. that probably won't have to be fixed next year. Uh, it's just the midfield and definitely attack forward. Sorry. Uh, Danny Wilson, 31. He's out of contract. Michael Edwards, 22, out of contract. Sebastian mm-hmm. Anderson, who played the last game of the season and, and pretty well, uh, he's out of contract. And like I said, Stephen Betashore, the elder statesman of the Rapids, 36. Like I told Kiberto, wow. probably the only person that would get our cultural references. Because, you know, he was born in the 80s. So there's that. Right. <laughs> uh, so there's our defense real quick. And midfield. Uh, obviously, Cole Bassett, we got him for next year. He's only 22. I hope he wants to stick with the Rapids because he's a hometown guy. And, and you know, he's Cole Bassett. He's MVP, like I said. Sam Nicholson, we got him for next year. He's 28. Connor Ronan, uh, the MVP for the Rapids, uh, in their estimation. He, we got him for three more years. So we got okay. – uh, we got Connor Rona for three more years. He was real solid. Led the Rapids in assists. Uh, he's only 25. Um, finalist for MVP in Rapids Rapids 2 and MLS Next. Ollie Laraz, 22 years old. Hmm. Uh, he's come a long way since we were telling him he looks a little scared. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, go out there. 2021. Yeah, sorry, 2021. And we were like, go out there. Get a yellow card. Get a yellow card. Make somebody know your presence. Right, and uh, so there's that. So he, we think he's coming back. Uh, that wasn't clear. I searched many places for that uh, information. Um, Ralph Prizo, he's homegrown. He was on a, he was on the um, Generation Adidas contract in Toronto, so I think that still applies here. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's coming back to the Rapids. Um, people that are oh, and Sydney Tavares, the Rapids have a have a uh, option for him. He's 22, oh. mm-hmm. so we'll see if he gets more uh, first team chances. Right. Uh, Luis Diaz, we hardly knew you. He's 24. <laughs> Danny Leva, who got some run with senior team, he's 20. So, and he allegedly had a contract. So he we'll see what happens there. Out, yeah. uh, real quick, I didn't, I didn't want to have this conversation, but Max, he's only 21 or 22. Um, we don't know. We don't. We have no idea. MLS has been mom on all these things. He bet against us. Uh, against yeah. His own team. So we don't know if he's. We don't know. We just don't know. Um, obviously, Jack Price is gone. Um, and I would say Max is just maybe gone. Um, no, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, no. uh, real quick, I know I keep saying that. I'm sorry. That's my crutch word today, real quick. Um, the draft, um, we got the number two pick. For, that's our natural pick because we were second to last somehow Toronto. I think they got more goals scored against mm. them, so they get number one pick. Uh, so, we got number two, and we have the Galaxy's pick mm. this year. Which I think is number four. Oh wow! Or number five. So we we have a chance to restock some of the club this year. Um, With some of the and last year, there. look, last year we got uh, Bombito, who filled in. You know, did right. much better, solid at the end of the year, playing for the Canadian national team, all that. So if we can get one of these two to be a starter for the club, <laughs> obviously. It doesn't happen overnight, and everybody's going to be learning a new system depending on our who our coach is. 
Um, that That's a very big positive, right, Kevin? That's a very big positive. So we're yeah. going to be definitely uh, staying tuned to uh, to hear all these news about uh, potential coaches or announcements of coaches. And uh, we're really hoping for a better 2024-25 season. I'm going to be doing an MLS Cup podcast because the draft is four days after that. So we're going to know our oh. draft picks. Oh, we have St. Louis's draft pick too. Yes. So we got three picks in the first round. Um, so there's that. Uh, obviously, St. Louis is going to be like 25th to 29th. Yeah. Uh, but, but, hey, first round pick's a first round pick. <laughs> so, Caberto, thank you for this season. Thank you, Don. Uh, it was a rough one. Yes, it was. We tried to keep it light. We tried to keep it entertaining. Yes. Um, like I said, the marathon is over. Now it's time to rest, recharge, relax a little bit. It's hard when you have three children like this man right here, especially with the holidays coming. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're going to be thinking about the Rapids. Yes. We're going to be, uh, some will be praying about the Rapids. Some not, some will. And and to be better <laughs> next year, to not have yes. injuries, to have a new uh, coach and a new system. and Just a better overall team, yeah. And and I will say, today was the first day it felt like fall in Colorado, right? Like we're that's at true. 45 degrees right now. Yes. Uh overcast um it was a good day to actually recap the rapid season yes. and we're just gonna look forward to tomorrow we're gonna have we're gonna we always start the MLS season always starts in the middle of winter but you know um yep as oh man what's his president dang it i forgot all right i blew it i blew my i blew my last <laughs> analogy <laughs> but the uh, independence day the the speech from the president and uh, it's just a known uh, idiom. It's always darkest before the dawn. The days are going to get shorter. But when they start getting longer again, uh, we'll have renewed hope. Yes. A new season. Uh, 2024. Um, I can't believe I lived this long. Uh, to anybody that knows me. And, and <laughs> Which makes every day uh, a gift. right? And, and yes. next year, it'll make uh, the rapid season a gift. So that's going to do it. For the Cliff Mickelson Memorial Rapids Rant Season Recap 2023 at In-N-Out. I will talk to you guys near the MLS Cup. Uh, so for Kiberto, I'm Don Pablo. Thank you for joining us this year. It, it's the fans that make the show. Um, Thank you. And I hope you guys have a good uh, little break.